Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Get to Know World of Warships Clan, a short podcast hosted by Bogsy and Synpax, produced by TNG, the new guys. I am Bogsy here, of course, with Synpax, and I don't even have anything important to say because we have some very important guests, Synpax. Yes, we do. And this is this is historic. This has never happened before. Uh, it, it, you know, certainly not on our podcast, but in, in I think the history of uh, World of Warships, we have in the room with us the champions from three different servers in the season nine uh, clan battle season nine so the champions from each server russia europe north america all in here today right now to share their stories of how they made it to the top of the boards what their trials were what their triumphs were to share their ideas and uh to basically enrich our audience because it's, it's you know we've had some of these guys on before one by one but uh, this is the first time we have them all together and this is fresh off of uh, tremendous victories uh, in uh, in the clan battle season for each of them. Um, so I want to quickly introduce them from uh, <clears throat> sorry from 07 North American server champs. We have BFK and Pieces Hello. of Pizza. Hey, oh. We have from Russia Pavel with Clan Smile. Yes, hi. And we have uh, Capital Capital Portugal from the clan currently named no cv originally named no cap future name tbd welcome capital hey guys okay so um fans of our podcast know that we have had smile and 07 on before but we've not had no cap so uh capital if you could give us like a quick summary of the origin of your clan where you came from um how long you've been together uh just some some idea of who you guys are Okay, so we are uh, originally just a, a clan made of made of a guys that were all separated in a bunch of EU clans, and we kind of played a lot of time together, and we just thought, why not get everyone together in the same place? So the most of the original members came from a Hami, um, but I personally came from Watton, uh, and then. We just got together, and as we needed more and more people, and we started to get some good results and notoriety, more people started to join, and we just have a very, uh, like, diverse clan from pretty much everywhere around Europe. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good. I'm glad you were able to join us. Um, so, quick question for each of you. Now, I need to add one caveat, a small caveat, is that in the production, you know, it takes a while to put this together. Um, uh, so we have lead time because we want to do this right after the season ends. Uh, Smile has won several seasons and has also been a champion in other tournaments. They are actually second place by 10 points um, in uh, on CIS. So I just want to correct that um, for the record. So the first question I kind of want to shoot around to the, the group is, uh, what comp did you guys run with that brought you to the top? Let's start with uh, uh, 07's uh, Pizza. We actually kind of kept it pretty standard. Most teams have been running kind of a combination of Venezias and Stalins across the board. In Typhoon and Hurricanes, it's been especially true for NA and seems to be mostly true for EU with a few exceptions here and there. So we ended up settling into a two Stalingrad, four Venezia Hakuryu comp and just focused really on winning trades, pairing, and positioning. Okay. Um... Uh, Capital, what what were you guys running with? You know, for the probably first half of the season, we went uh, full Stalingrad, so six Stalingrads and one uh, CV that was the Hakuryu. But at uh, more or less halfway the season, we switched it to uh, four Stalins, two Venetias, one Haku, uh, and then the last battle of the season. In uh, just for the memes, we just ran full rentals with uh, four Hindenburgs, two gearings, and one Yama. Well, that that didn't did that add? Did you were able to net gain points on your lead rating with that, or were you just screwing around? No, just screwing around, just uh, to close off the season after we knew that we we had been champions. Now, Pavel, I think I'm holding you last because we had you on before the start of this season, and you made a prediction that uh, destroyers would actually have a role in the season and at least in uh tng's comp uh they did 
but uh, do you think that you were correct in that prediction? And, you know, obviously tell us what your comp was. Well, I would say that uh, partially I would correct it, of course, but uh, as an example of our clan, we had a composition of uh, double Venezia, double Goliath, uh, one Salem, one Yuyank, and Kakaru. So we actually didn't like pick the standard uh, six Venezias, four Stalingrads, or whatever. Like, I still believe that the DD role is quite important because the current uh, Hakuri or Midway or any other tier 10 CV is not able to provide, like, uh, the spot for every, like, part of the map for the constant time. So you need to keep it, like, balanced. So, and we actually use the smoke of uh, Yuyang, like, to push some side and actually, well... It worked quite good against uh, the Stalingrads and Venezias, so like, it was like that. I'm sorry, I I kind of fell out of my chair a little bit when I heard you say Yu Yang. What was the rest of that composition? Uh, double Goliath, Salem, and double Venezia. Uh, with a CV. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Hakuru. That is because uh, somebody produced a chart recently showing, you know, at, I think North America at least what ships were primarily used and uh that that is rather exceptional that you so i one other follow-up question for you though uh in the past you said that you played most of your games despite being a russian clan on the uh eu uh time zone on the eu clan battle times was that the case this season or did you were you what was primarily playing on the cis server uh, i would say it was like uh, 50 to 50 we played cis and du more wow okay uh, still, that is very. I mean, I don't even remember running into anything like that this season. Uh, that that's crazy. Um, I want to take uh, next question. Actually, start off with uh, pieces of pizza. Um, you guys have uh, often been the bridesmaid, but never the bride in the uh, clan battle seasons of the past. Uh, and this is your first time. Now you've been extremely successful in King of the Seas and always right at the top. Um, in clan battles, um, what was it like to act, finally take down a title? Well, I've actually done it with ZR before, and I'm familiar with the feeling. It's nice to actually be able to do that, so I think BFK is probably a good person to ask as far as his feelings on winning for the first time, but we actually, did put in a lot of effort as far as making that happen. Let's pivot that question to BFK then. What's it like to be getting your name on a map, uh, BFK? We were popping some champagne on Sunday. Let's let's put it that way. Um, yeah, it was nice. I mean, our our whole thing is we've always had some a, a foil uh, that has always stood in our way. Whether it was oh, actually, oddly enough, OPG first season, then it was ZR. Both clans are dead, by the way. <clears throat> um, and then it's been Gaishu after that, and he's won the last five, and we've always been second place. So yeah, it's it was nice. It was nice to finally get that notch on the belt you know let me ask you this question do, do you think does it make any difference to you that maybe Gaishu didn't make a full effort to try to win this season does that does that diminish it at all or is it just well he wasn't strong enough to run this season so basically it comes down to fortitude and that's really what mm. prevails in clan battles I mean I, I I'd go with the latter because I think that's one of the strengths of my of, of our clan and uh, even in King of the Seeds, we've been down 0-2 on a lot of elimination matches, and some of the championships have been 0-2. And um, I don't know. We had, I, I suppose, fortitude is a is 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 important. Um, and a, you know, a couple of the guys that played, you know, that were key components and key contributors, you know, decided to take the season off. But we had a couple other guys that stepped up this season. Um, so you know, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily diminished at all. I'm just yeah. Still, still a good effort. Good effort. I'll sure. take it. And I, 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 at least not to editorialize too much here. I kind of agree with you because sometimes people, you know, they'll they'll get into some jerk off session about, uh, hey, how many battles it took you to get the place you've got, you know, on the ranking, mm -hmm. and say, oh, well, we, you know, we were like we're ten spots behind you, but we only played we played you know a hundred battles less, as if that's kind of proving anything. So, so the battle count can be is a bit misleading. So if you get to Hurricane at the last, during the last couple of days, it actually makes it very easy because most of the other teams are stopped playing. So the competition is actually quite less. 
Um, and it, it actually really matters what server you play on. For instance, we don't really have much many Hurricane teams that play on NA. So for us, for example, we, we won, I think, 29 of 30 games and moved up, you know, 80 points on our rating or something, or 100 points on our rating, something silly, because we get four to five points per win um, on NA. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of other factors aside from battle count. It's, it's not just battle count. Uh, ra ratings are ratings. That's it. Whether you yeah. played 1,000 battles or 50 battles, it's the, the, you know, it's, it's the win. And actually, the, to be able to muscle through what was it had to be an exhausting season uh yes uh, was it's again it comes down to fortitude um i've got a question for uh, capital and we'll get this question to all of you guys is that um you you know was there a point in this season where you had a doubt about whether or not you really were going to win or had a chance of winning and um maybe uh, a point where your comp wasn't working you weren't gaining points you were losing points on a you know given night morale was down did that ever did you ever have that moment during the season and how did you rally back from it i don't think we ever had a moment where we doubted the composition of course we had a few losses no one has a hundred percent win rate but uh, the team was pretty sure of uh, what we were doing when we saw that the the double venetians with four stalingrads was a little bit better in terms of concealment and in terms of being able to disengage and getting the cap earlier, uh, we just abandoned the six Stalingrads almost for the rest of the season. Um, but we were always pretty confident. We had a steady income of points for, like throughout most of the season. Uh, we got a very early lead and quite a big lead uh, very like at the beginning of the season. Then we just kept uh, grinding a little bit, making uh, 30, 50 points every every session, uh, gaining very few points, as the BFK said, because the gap was so big that the the win, the points that we won per battle were not that big, not that many. But uh, slowly and steadily, we just uh, went up and up. Uh, to the other part of your question, if there was ever a moment where we kind of doubted if we would be the winners, well, I will have to admit that yes, because it was a very close uh, last day with uh, GKD gaining a lot of points. And uh, in the end, we we were uh, in front, and that's what matters. Yeah, I see that both of you guys played about till the end. Um, you're yeah. the number two, and you're, you're separated by seven points. Yeah. And you're both playing on the last uh, day. They were kind of using the same system of just uh, grinding out the ladder at the end. So they gained a lot of points very fast. That's why they, they got so far up with that uh, like few battles. Um, but in the end, we, we did our game. We tried to just hold on to our advantage. And when we had to, we risked the alpha rating to like always afraid of that 15% loss mm -hmm. out of the 85 win rate that it might cost us 30 points and that would be really hard to get back. But uh, we had two good wins in the last day and that was enough to, to keep us in the lead. Yeah, that's quite a, you really sweat it. So uh, sort of flipping it around um, with Pavel, uh, you also played on the last day and it didn't go quite as well. Was how much heartbreak there over uh, losing that season by about 10 points on the last day? Hmm, I would say not much because, you know, uh, as my colleague mentioned, the GKD clan started to like uh, get in a lot of points in the last two weeks. And uh, we like last day, we lost them two times and losing like about 60 points. And... Um, I wouldn't say like precisely, but there was some moments that were really questionable in their play. And uh, well, I'm not uh, kind of like, you know, we had a win streak of seven seasons in a row, uh, which is quite big. And uh, like, uh, well, always there is a moment when you lose to someone, but like, you know, one time is just one lose. So I think next season we're going to be like, few hundred per like few hundred points up for the second place sounds good sounds good i like the optimism um so bfk uh pieces of pizza you guys kind of built a solid lead pretty early on 
uh, you stopped playing, I think, that you didn't even play on your lead rating, if at all, about the last week or so. Um, were you guys, you know, but you did have a, for a while, it was a bit of a close race with PWP. Um, did, did you ever feel any pressure from them? Well, I'll be honest. I mean, they get, they they were world leaders at 340 points. Um, they pretty much came out of the gate uh, with like a 90% win rate, 94% win rate, something obscene. Um, and then mysteriously, they just never played again. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I have no idea what happened. Um, but they just never played again uh, for the last maybe month. Yeah, three weeks. About three weeks. They, their last battle was on the seventeenth of May. So, yeah, they blitzed their rating really early in the season, and they did get it extremely high. But then they didn't really have it balanced out to where they just had one rating that was at Gale, and the other ratings in Hurricane. And then for whatever reason, pretty much coinciding directly with the whole UMR scandal that happened hmm. over in Asia, they just packed their bags and left. And once that happened for us, I mean. When we got to like the leading position on NA, and it became apparent that nobody else was playing, I mean, it's not really fun this clan battle season. So we decided to just not waste time and continue playing. I want to. We did. Sorry. We ahead. did get both ratings up to four hundred. So just in the event that we had to do something towards the end of the season, mm -hmm. made sure we had both ratings at four hundred, so we could you know leapfrog and not risk points. But yeah, we just shut it down. There's no point in playing. What's kind of I have to say that we. Yeah, I have to say that we were indeed keeping an eye out for you guys as well because you were at 400 and maybe if you had played the last week or the last week and a half where you didn't actually touch the rating, we were like, okay, are they trying to come up for the global thing? <laughs> but uh, we also noticed that indeed you had, you were prepared for like the safe climb. Yeah. So it would take you a little bit longer and in the end you didn't play and we were kind of glad that you didn't. <laughs> We were just happy with first NA, man. I'll be honest. This was a nice season. Uh, we, we, we haven't really played much against the EU and the RU teams. And I have to say it was very refreshing. Excellent, excellent games. Um, like some diversity in comps, which is nice because I know Smile, I, I know you guys went with uh, your own different comp, which was completely atypical for the season. Um, fun to play against too. Very fun. I, I think we're going to have to do this more often because... Like we said in the past, NA doesn't really have many teams that, that play in Hurricane. They just get to Hurricane for that purple rating, and then they just stop. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, purple teams in North America, you also have your, which I don't think the uh, any other clan can claim, your second clan is actually number three North America. Did you ever feel any pressure from them? Maybe they were breathing down your necks a little bit at some point in the season? Uh you know, we, we try our best not to play them. It's just one of those things, you know? I mean, well, if we sure, do play... They could still surpass you ratings-wise just by avoiding playing each other. True. And they were playing a battleship comp, unfortunately. So, I mean, it's good and bad, right? I mean, I, do, I think their ultimate maximum potential ha is lower because in inherently it's a flawed composition. Ooh. But the fact that they... Well, I'm just... This is facts <laughs> of facts, right? I, well, uh, go for it. But, <laughs> Preach, brother. But, but the... But the fact that they got that far with a flawed composition is a testament to their skill. So, I mean, they were by far the best battleship comp in the world. I mean, it's not even close. I, no doubt. I mean, yeah, the, not even close. The results prove it, right? I don't. I don't see too many folks on that list that were straight up running a battleship comp. Uh, you know, were, were that committed also, to it. We also have a couple of other people uh, from the Asia server. I think uh, Repoy was also using uh, full stone yes. and Kremlin. Mm-hmm. Number oh, wow. seven, right. Oh, okay. Take it back then. Off against that we're running battleship comps. Yeah, we ran into them a couple times. It was a full, a full Iron Curtain. Six Stalingrads, one Kremlin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty brutal, but none, nonetheless, I mean that is quite remarkable. And uh, are do you think that Double O Seven is going to be uh, potentially one of your real competitors in future seasons, or is it even really competitor if it's, I mean, family clan, you know? So it's like. It's like me asking you, is TNG2 going to be a competitor? I mean, you guys probably try not to fight, face each other, right? So well, We control for facing each other, but um, I don't know. We're organized a little differently, that such that if O2 actually was ahead, then basically they would be TNG. 
Um, but yeah, I, 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 because you, but you do seem to have some distinct uh, operational differences and distinct yeah. leadership hierarchies between the two. Um, but yeah, I don't. But I, I mean, I, I'm. If they did beat you, I, I'm pretty sure you'd feel a hell of a lot more pride than anything negative. Of course, absolutely. I love. I mean, we they're all friends. I mean, we're all in the same Discord. We're on the same team speak. You know, we share some insights and things on strats and whatnot. So you know, if they did win, I mean, why the hell not? It's better than somebody else, right? Right. So um, I'm going to throw it to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more generally about your. Well, we're talking very specifically about what your trials and um, triumphs for this season. But I want to talk more about, I mean, you guys, uh, by some measure, have to, you, you know a lot about what happened this season, what the impact of that change was, like your take on whether it's good or bad, like your take on what we expect future clan battle seasons to be. We'll do that um, after we come from that break. So everybody hold on for one commercial real quick, and then we'll come back and Boggs will play uh, Sink a Ship. And uh, then we'll talk a little bit more about the clan battle season. Welcome back. Thank you all for sticking with us through the break. We are here, of course, on Get to Know a World of Warships clan with, quite frankly, the best of the best. We're here talking with the uh, the leaders of each server. I, of course, am just here to make sure the coffee stays fresh and the snacks stay plentiful. So I'm going to throw my two cents in here and uh, just try to be entertaining with asking these excellent, excellent, superb players to sink a ship. So, gentlemen, I'm going to start with... Uh, Pavel from Smile, I would like you, please, sir, sink a ship. You may have done this last time you were here, I don't recall, but uh, would you please choose a ship to remove from the game? It was a bad dream, possibly a nightmare, but it's gone. Uh, mm -hmm. Small ends. <laughs> okay, very good. And uh, let's move on to Capital Portugal. What's it going to be, sir? Can I choose an upcoming ship? I don't I... see why not. I don't, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling that the Petropavlovsk is going to be really bad. For, oh no! Actually, I'll re I'll change my my answer. I'll say all the submarines. Oh, <laughs> good answer. Okay, I'm sure we can get to that at some point uh, while we still have you guys here. How about you, BFK? I was actually going to say submarines, 100, percent because I feel they're going to be game breaking. But uh, let's go with every CV. Every CV. Yeah. There you go. You mean you're not excited for the FDR? That thing looks dreadful, so, I mean, I'm happy people will be playing that thing. So <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't, do control. we get pieces of pizza in here? What's your sick ship, or did I miss that? I mean, they've already got the carriers, they got the small, we mm -hmm. got the subs, so we've got most of the problems underwater. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Petra's design, but, I mean... We'll see what happens with that. Come on, man. Be different. Say the Mikasa or something, you know. Give me a laugh. Those aren't killing the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's get right back into it. Um, uh, let's start with Pavel. Do you think that the change... Now, now, we've seen the stats, other than a few clans that are did commit to Battleship. Overwhelmingly, CV by a factor of about uh, 12 to 1. Um, did you think that CVs was a, adding CVs or making CVs a, an option for people to bring was a good move or a, a bad move on Wargaming's part? Mm, I would say that introduction of CVs quite uh, severely alleviate the difference in uh, the skill of teams. Because when you see, like from the start of the game, when you see the plan of the opposite team, you do need to know, you kind of, there is no need to try to predict what they would be doing, what are the flank plans, and like, you know, there is not much you need to do actually. You just need to shoot and just go for the caps. Just uh, kind of this season showed that, like, even though there is quite big difference in between like top clans and the middle sector, there is like a CV which practically alleviate this difference. And I would say that it was quite good, but the use was not really as I would kind of introduce it. Because I don't like this season uh, from the perspective of player, like every clan used like completely the same stuff. Like it was either six Stalingrads or six Venezias or two Venezia, four Stalingrads or a kind of mix of those ships. 
nobody even tried kind of to introduce something new so i would say that the biggest problem is that the teams basically don't even attempt to kind of introduce something new and try to play like the most safe meta that was like kind of venezia's and stalingrad's so it was kind of good introduction but mm, let's say the implication of teams mm, i would not kind of say that it was really interesting and good you know um so as and I've, i think i've mentioned this and uh there were charts produced showing uh ship uh distribution among hurricane and typhoon clans at least in north america you look at the chart for season eight versus the chart for season nine season eight there was a lot of diversity in at least cruisers and destroyers is very diverse um but when they introduce cvs it, there's certain cruisers and uh, certain other destroyers that just become it less viable. It's almost like, you know, even though season eight kind of put its foot down on some ship diversity by having your composition also has to survive a cyclone. So it also has to be a cyclone capable ship. I imagine that season seven would have had even more potentially you know, ship diversity at, at that level. But um, let me turn it over to uh, Capitao. Uh, CVs, uh, good or bad for clan battles? Uh, despite despite your clan name, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not despite. It's completely linked. Uh, it's a kind of a, a joint effort of a lot of the EU clans to send a message to Wargaming that indeed we do we don't agree with introducing uh, CVs in clan battles, and we hope that they don't even dream of having subs into clan battles whenever they make it into the game uh, in their final form, um, because. Indeed, you just remove any sort of uh, tactical thing that you might have, like you don't know where two ships are because they're still unspotted. Are they going around the flank? Are they going to pop around an island and you're all dead? Um, it also makes it just super easy to, with a full Stalingrad build as we, had, as we had at the beginning, you just snipe the enemy team across the map. They don't have a BB most of the cases to, to stop you from doing that. And you start the game with a significant HP advantage. So it made it quite straightforward for us. That was a very good setup to have. And then with the, all the Stalingrads, people started to counter that with the Venezias, and it did work because the Venezia is another ship that probably is a little bit overtuned with a turning circle that's better than some DDs and with the ability to just inflict 20k damage in the opening salvo against a Stalingrad that's one of the most well-armed ships in the game with the with the sap so i mean i really we we really think that cvs have no place in the in clan battles until some severe changes are made like the only spotting for themselves uh not having fighters that can spot you without being unspotted um and that sort of stuff so uh Pieces of pizza, BFK. Where do you fall on this issue? Um, on NA, like, I kind of like that EU made that concerted effort to kind of try and send a message to wargaming. The NA effort basically involved most clans just not even playing, so not really quite as clear of a message, but as best as we could really muster in that time. But for us, I mean, not a fan of the inclusion of CVs. I mean, it does really provide just it kind of just dumbed down the game for us as in it became less of like where we could have like complex strategies that we could execute more along the lines of for us it was just stagnated the gameplay into a game of trades we'd have different sectors we'd be pretty decentralized as far as calling went and we'd have it'd be pretty flexible but it also just made the game really boring and generally oppressive to play because if you make a serious mistake there's a CV there to either guarantee spotting to get you killed or do the killing itself. So it really removes a lot of the margin of error that you'd get without CVs. Um, so it seems like uh, all round thumbs down from champions, past champions, the very best of the best on how CVs impacted clan battles. Um, so it's been leaked to us. Uh, and obviously change that next season clan battles will be eight versus eight with a uh, option of bringing one CV and or one battleship. Um, let's just go right back to uh, Pavel. Do you think that addresses the problem or um, does that would that make it worse? How, how do you think that would affect 
the quality of the game in competitive? I would say that it's kind of good direction, but I think that uh, wargaming should be like kind of more brutal. I would introduce like uh, the battleship uh, like without the choice, like either CV or battleship. And I would also introduce the limitation of like two same ships within the one lineup because like it would alleviate like 99% uh, of problems. You wouldn't be um, like facing six Stalingrads, six Venezias, and like there would be quite huge diversity. There would be more option, more tactical option. Like I would say that, well, from my perspective, that's the key to make the game more interesting for like any clan. Uh, what do you say, uh, Capital? Uh, I didn't hear very well. The what was leaked was the well that there will be and a, it will be eight versus eight, and you'll be able to bring both a CV and a battleship. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, to be honest, I understand that they need to put uh, the battleship there because you don't have a Stalingrad equivalent at tier eight, but at by putting it at tier right, I think you run into two well, more. I'm issues sorry. It, it, it will be. It, it's going to be tier ten, but eight versus eight. Eight ships versus eight ah, ships. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I I I think we'll need to to see and actually work more and think about the tactics to see what that would impact. I still think that. If you have a Stalingrad, you don't really need something as stationary as a BB. If you want to push the BB into the cap uh, and just do the steel wall, like imagine the full steel wall, just four Stalingrads and one Kremlin and one Haku for the spotting extra. I mean, that's just completely destructive and it won't change the problem uh, that you're just going to have the same setup again and again. All right. Pieces of pizza, BFK. What do you think about the potential season or, and what would you do differently if you were running the show at Wargaming? I think giving the option for two battleships, if you if you elect not to take a carry, two battleships would make it a bit more interesting because you'd have mammoth crossfire opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that that would be something to potentially, you know, disincentivize taking a carrier. Uh, and I do definitely agree. Uh, why not make a maximum of two ships, two of the same similar uh, similar ship? I mean. The, the fun, the, the beauty of clan battles, especially in the earlier seasons, was the incredible diversity. I mean, people would take Zhao's, people would take, you know, a lot of these ships that people don't even think exist in the game anymore. I mean, there were so many options uh, to choose, and it was nice because, you know, you, you there'd be a a meta that was set like okay we're gonna go with this everyone is taking this and then someone comes up with something that counters it and then you lose and you're like oh man that sucks all right now let's try doing this and i think the gamesmanship and just the the strategy was one of the fun parts of clan battles this season i mean there was no strategy everyone ran the same damn thing to some degree and basically whoever had the better better rng this is a season of rng well better whoever, execution uh, well, 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 no, of course, better execution, but to some degree, it's an RNG scene. I mean, you could have the best carrier player in the world, and he could line up the best AP bomb drop in the world. But sometimes you get the 25-5, sometimes you get three overpens, right? Yep. That's kind of shitty. I, I, so I think that uh, it's it's some good suggestions and some we've heard before. I personally, I mean, I don't know why we don't limit to one ship of each type. Or, you know, you can only bring one, Venezia, you can only bring one because that would force a level of diversity and creativity and really, sh really shake up what that, the ability to, to min-max would probably result in a much more, you know, diverse group of ships because it wouldn't be so easy to solve the formula of what is the, the optimal lineup. And though I'm sure that the guys in this room would ultimately find out what it is. Um, so I... I have one question I'm going to save to the end. Bogsy, do you have any question for these guys? Uh, well, to be honest, I think we all know here that my job is just to be pretty in the corner. Um, but uh, You do it well. I, I, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I do want to ask these fellas. Um, I mean, obviously, I was going to ask about what do you think could be done in the future, but it seems like everyone's sort of gotten to it. It sounds like a that there's a consensus of 
you know, a restriction on the number of copies of a single ship that would effectively make the game a little more dynamic, a little less static in terms of lineups and strategies. Um, I've heard that suggested a lot. I hope they implement that myself. Um, but I mean, can I can I pivot to subs? I'm curious to know what these guys think about subs since it's sort of this looming dark cloud on the horizon. Sounds good. Uh, I think Pavel. Yeah. I think we got a little bit of opinion about subs, but Pavel, do you uh, do you think they have a place in the game? Uh, I don't think so. It's quite like. You know, the introduction of CV and the Cyclones was met like uh, as a bad thing, but subs, it would be like, I don't know, like a, uh, end of the world for most of the clans. So I don't think that this is a good idea. Well, I think they might introduce them in some sort of like, I don't know, like we have ranks, clan battles, they can uh, like have the separate mode of game, but introduction in clan battles and in random, I don't think that uh, this is a good idea. Uh, let's see what you have to say, Capital. Subs? Are you yeah, down? No subs for me. No subs for me, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. If they keep it in a separate game mode and I don't touch it with a 10-foot pole, then fine. But if I need to face subs in uh, randoms or CB, uh, yeah, CBs, the, the way that they are introduced right now or like even if they change it it's wargaming they're not going to change it that much the problems that the subs have right now is that with the six meters uh depth uh trick you kind of negate almost any damage that you can do and you're you can just keep spamming torps and you kill everyone and there's no freaking counterplay to it and it takes so long to kill a sub and it shouldn't take that long so it really just breaks the game, and I've heard many people, and I myself have said it, that if they ever come out of their little own uh, game mode, then that's the moment I uninstall the game. Ah, uh, okay. Um, do we get a thumbs up from 07 on subs? Are you guys down for it, or...? I mean, I hate I to break it to you, but uh, it's a definite no. I mean, I'm fine with it being restricted to its own game mode. I can see it doing some nice things in, like, operations or maybe, like, a separate submarine battles mode like we currently have. But the moment you introduce that stuff into randoms and competitive, you're going to see a lot of people packing their bags and walking out the door. It's yeah. not going to be good for the game. It's I mean, pr pretty universal. I'm sorry, go ahead, A lot of people beef. closing their wallets, too, probably. I mean, this is a rock-paper-scissor game, but even with CVs, well, even as as annoying as they are, I mean, to some degree, you can mitigate a little bit of the damage. You can't mitigate the spotting. But, I mean, when you introduce a class that is literally invulnerable to certain classes, you have major problems. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can't even... It just doesn't make sense, right? This is not real life. I, I understand submarines were you know, very dangerous to battleships and large capital ships. Fair. But this is an arcade game. And giving giving one person a tool that that allows him impervious to another person that's also playing the same game, just game-breaking. Cannot be done. Just would, would basically ruin the game. Like Pizza said, they should have a nice escort. You know, a lot of these guys that aren't as serious as us like playing the game for fun. Great. Give them a nice little, you know, convoy escort mode where, you know, you get like a team of submarines and then the other team has some you know destroyers that have to protect a convoy you know it'll give the older players and the players that aren't as serious some fun stuff to do and you know great get some content that way but not random battles and not in competitive no way no how um I, I, even I, the, I, sorry go ahead even the halloween mode that they did it everyone was just playing subs i mean that's fine just keep it out of randoms and speaking about uh the pocket and the wallet, like closing the wallets. I have to say that in my personal case, I haven't spent a dime on the game for over a year. And I know that there are also other people in my clan, at least, who have also said until there's a clear uh, view of where Wargaming is taking this, that we're not spending any more on a game that we might drop at any moment. So is that, was your, uh, that's quite a long, um, quite a long period where you've basically boycotted spending. Was that brought on by the CV rework? 
Yeah, the CV rework and some of the more questionable balance decisions just in general ships, general surface ships. So um, I'm going to hand it back to Bogsy a quick moment, but I want to interject that for those of you listening, we our previous or uh, two penultimate episode before this was uh, with an 07 member, um, uh, Polycat, who w w really went into depth on some of the challenges and problems and promises that subs present. So please, uh, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and give it a listen. Uh, I have a closing question for these guys, Bogsy, but do you have anywhere else you'd like to take them? Um. I mean, I'd like to take them over my shoulder and have them teach me how to play this game because I have a feeling they're all better than I am. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I have just one small question um, for, for those who are listening who are, are struggling to get their clan up in the ranks because, quite frankly, this is basically the best of the best here. So um, my question for you, gentlemen, should be real quick, uh, is every night a clan plays, they have to decide when to call it quits for the evening. Uh, just to sort of humanize all of you a little bit more, it, can I just ask, like, what is what is the thing that causes you guys to sort of go, okay, we're going to call it quits for tonight? Is it a couple losses in a row? Do you have a certain number of games you play? How do you come to that decision in a night uh, before we call it quits ourselves here? Can I start with you, uh, uh, Captain? Yep. Um, so we had the goal of in every session get uh, between 30 and 50 points depending on how close our most direct competitive competitor was so if we got 50 points we would maybe continue playing but we would go on to the bravo rating um and in terms of just stopping to play for the night i think it can if you get like two or three losses in a row your mindset's probably not in the right place anymore and you might as well just uh, leave it and come back the next session. Because uh, if not, you just risk doing more damage than good. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. How about you, Pavel? Hmm, I would say that we have some sort of tradition that our main, let's say, players start to play the clan battle season like in the last two, three weeks. So before that period, there is like, I don't know, farming mode for most of our clan members. But when we start to play with our main division, the only goal is to get like the top one global. Because like I don't really think that uh, if you win your cluster, well, it's nice of course, but isn't it better to be kind of a global champs? And when we play, like we have, we had like bad sessions, like one, two, three losses maybe. But like every loss is kind of a lesson you need to take out from it, like. Maybe some individual mistake, maybe some tactics misleading, I don't know, it's kind of unique uh, to each loss, but I wouldn't say that we ever stopped, like, if we lost one or two or three, because, like, there is, like, just a game, so if you want to be the best, you need to play and play it, like, oh, with the maximum, I don't know, with the maximum power you can, uh, like get there so basically i would say that i don't know the best option is to just play and to i don't know to become the global one champs so How about uh, you, guys? you gotta play to do it sorry i'm sorry box yes i i violate our rules you still have the ball <laughs> go 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 that's, that's quite all right i'm just pivoting throwing it to to bfk and pieces of pizza for the uh for the last opinion here i guess for I just... us yeah, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. I mean, I just have one thing to say. I mean, honestly, for us, it's just if you lose, if you lose, it's not necessarily the, the loss. It's it's the manner in which you lose the game. So, if it was due to some egregious, egregious error that that can't be reconciled, I mean that that's that's a good reason just to stop and maybe reconsider certain things and um, maybe, you know go over what happened after that and try and figure out how to that you know something like that will never ever ever happen again that's all i have to say sure well that's all i could ask for gentlemen thank you all for your candy Do you have anything for that or me no, no I, I never said, I said pizza i said i said pizza. Oh. <laughs> okay you cut off there be okay i mean i would just say like for us like we do start off kind of with kind of the farming mentality we're trying to get everybody their steel and wins and then later in the season, we kind of buckle down and kind of set into like kind of a main roster. 
and try and drive the rating. Albeit for us, like clan battles is more of like a marathon as opposed to a sprint. Your strategy needs to evolve, basically, if not week by week, then by every couple weeks. And this season we haven't seen a whole lot of that, but in prior seasons that's been the case. And for us, we just try and focus on really tightening up what we're doing individually and trying to do what we can to innovate here and there, if it's possible. That's, uh, that's, that's it for me, Synpax. I, uh, I'm going to stop before I put my foot in my mouth. Um, I, I just want, well, I have a, a final question that actually came up while I was, while we were doing this podcast and it's, I'm, I'm going to go out on a branch with it, but before I get to that, um, do any of you guys have any questions for each other? Like curious about how something went down or something, anything like that? I guess I do have a question for Pavel if he's willing to answer it. It's uh, one related to like, why did you guys settle on such a unique strat? Because it was really, it kind of took us aback a little bit, but it was also like just such a departure from what we'd seen playing against other clans. Oh, I would say honestly, we just don't like to play the similar setups like everyone plays. Because like <clears throat> when uh, seasons like this came up, because like, Season 8 was like uh, five clubbers and the stuff like that. And everybody started to play it. Like, isn't it funny to find the way to counter like the, I don't know, the mainstream meta that everyone uses? Because personally, I'm not interested in playing like six Venezias or Stalingrad and Venezia comp. It's just too boring, really. Because we played like for the nine seasons. And there is like not much, not not much motivation to copy past something. We just want to create something unique and prove that it is kind of have the place to live, like and it can be used like in a different way. And there is like you do not need to kind of copy and paste everyone's meta to be kind of successful in the clan wars. So basically, that's the reasons. Very cool. Good, good answer. Question asked, question answered. Do any of you have any other questions to pass around? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> well, with that, um, <laughs> here's here's the last question: Is that so? Um, what would you guys say? So we have at least the previous and very nearly this time champion smile in the room. Uh, we've got uh, global champ, uh, no CV, no cap. Uh, something um worship clan six eight five four five eight seven four nine um and we also have uh international cods champ and first time uh frequent runner-up and first time champ of north america oh seven what would you guys say to uh a little uh, a little tournament best three round robin see who's really see who's really got it or are you too burnt out would, would something like that maybe in a week or so would you guys be up for that or is it just too much Provide the press accounts. I can work on that. So we have one yes. <laughs> Do we have two more yeses? That's the issue, right? I mean, you need you need accounts to get everyone on. Otherwise, I don't. I'd have to check with the men. I mean, people are pretty burnt out. I'll be honest. Like getting getting people to play towards the end of the season was like pulling teeth. I'd have to. I have to actually. I'd have to bribe some of these guys to play. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Would you like me to say something to your guys, BFK? I can be very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you may have to pull out some of the good whiskey or something, man. I'll accept some cash. Send me some bottles or something, you know. <laughs> I thought the, the good looks would be enough, no? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, from the no CV, no cap side, uh, I mean, we're definitely up for it. We always want to... to We'll fight the best so that we can learn from the best as well. And always up for a challenge. Well, um, I will uh, reach out and between the, all of us uh, here, we'll coordinate a time. And it's not going to be um, not going to be more than two hours, right? Three battles times two among the three or really just actually. Uh, yeah, you, you each play each, play each other, so it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time. Um, if I'm able to swing those press accounts, um, well, we'll revisit this. Uh, but we might I be... just go ahead. I, I was just indeed ask for a little bit of a break because we had guys with 
300 plus battles mm -hmm. in the last mm -hmm. uh, sure. in the last month. So we, we tentatively <laughs> aim for um, not this weekend, but next weekend at a, a good neutral time of the day, and you know we'll 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 put it out there, and uh, maybe we can make something happen. To wake some people up from comas. Yep. <laughs> also, will we implement any restrictions in terms of lineup? Uh, no, it will just be basically as if it was clan battle season. You hit the battle button and you sink. You you ended up facing each other. Exact same format as the previous clan battle season. Seven v seven. Bring a CV. Bring a battleship. Who knows? Um, but uh, it would be nice to see you know how that could play out in best of three. I think would would be fair, but not you know we don't need best of five. We don't you know just it's simple. This is not like there's nothing really at stake other than just a little bit of private. What do they call these exp expositional game? You know, it'd just be an expositional show game. match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they call it in cots, right? Right, exactly. So that's that's all it would be. And anyway, I'll follow up with you guys on that. Um, in terms of plugs, uh, it, well, some of these guys are streamers or have uh, clan members uh, whose stream will happily put their all those links in the clan description. Um, and of course, as always, the link to the North American Clan Embassy and TNG Discord uh, link below. Uh, Boggs, you got anything else, or, or uh, you're free to take us out? Uh, no, that's it for me, gentlemen. I want to thank every single one of you. Uh, that's going to be Pavel from uh, Russia's Smile. It's going to be BFK and Pieces of Pizza from North America's 07, and uh, Captal Portugal from EU. Gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure to be uh, in the same Discord as you. Thank you very much for coming. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. So thank you all so much for listening out there. We hope this was fun and uh, educational, informative for you. Uh, we like making it for you, so please follow and uh, continue to listen for more. And that's going to be it for us. This has been another episode of Get to Know a World of Warships Clan. We'll see you next time.